You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 67. So this episode is all about contentment. And I don't know where else to start than one of my best friends um, a couple of years ago started building the most insanely gorgeous Joanna Gaines farm-style house. And it was absolutely stunning. I mean, every fixture was perfectly thought out from, you know, the beautiful farmhouse sink, all of the brass fixtures and light fixtures, and the board and batten walls, as well as the shiplap walls, the fanciest carpet, the most beautiful, top-of-the-line everything. I'm sure this house costs over a million dollars. It was over 7,000 square feet, and it was just perfection. And of course, because she's my friend, I was so incredibly happy for her. But I can't um, you know, be dishonest about the fact that it kind of made me feel bad about my little builder-grade home, which to be honest, isn't very little, but I'm just trying to give you an honest perspective of where I was at. So every time we would go and and see her build, oh my gosh, I was so happy for her. But it was so depressing to come back to, you know, my builder grade home and to just feel like, oh, well, if I could do it over or, you know, what would I change or what would I upgrade and and how can I make my house more beautiful like hers? Um, you know, it, it kind of got the wheels turning in my mind and We started looking around. Most of our neighbors were listing their homes, and most of our neighbors are currently selling their homes, like getting under contract in less than a week. Like most people, three to five days, um, double what we bought our house for. So we have a lot of equity. I'm like, let's just sell and let's build something better and nicer and, you know, like upgrade and move on up. Well, Um, When we built our house five years ago, we came from a three-bedroom townhouse, and the townhouse had the type of setup when you open the front door, you could see the living room, small kitchen, and the dining room all together. And so there was a lot of stress and pressure on me because I'm the type of person that when people come to my home, I like it to be together and presentable. I don't like to answer the door when my house is a mess. And so if you had dishes in the sink, you know, if the house was a disaster, everyone was going to see. And so we had the opportunity to sell that townhouse and we built the house that we're currently in right now. And I remember walking into our house the day that we got the keys. And because we bought upgraded appliances from the Home Depot, they didn't have them here. They wouldn't deliver until we for sure were in. So there was a good five days where we had no microwave, no oven, no refrigerator. And we were literally living out of a cooler in the kitchen. And I remember thinking, this is so great. This is so amazing, right? Because I knew something good was coming. Like I knew we had all this possibility and our backyard was literally dirt and rocks. Our basement was unfinished. And, um, you know, I just remember feeling so grateful and like proud of that. And as we started finishing projects and every year we kind of tackled a big project It was uh, first the backyard was one that we did, and then we did our basement, and then my husband put up like um, this deck, and we put a pergola up, and last year he built a shed, and so we've just been adding all these projects, and we are officially done. We're pretty much done with all of our projects. There's nothing left to do. The market is really hot, and I just said, honey, you know, 
I think it's time that we need to move. And and here I am thinking of not only my best friend's beautiful home, but tons of other homes that I see on Pinterest and on the internet and and just thinking like, maybe I would have done this different or I know I would have chosen different. Like, for example, one of the things we did in our bathrooms was um, we put linoleum in and it's it's fine. It's just one of those things that like, it's linoleum, <laughs> you know? So it kind of bothers me because I know that it's linoleum. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, what, what are we going to do and where are we going to go? And so we start thinking and looking and we both had this really hard conversation where it's like, yes, we have all this equity. Yes, we could sell our home or, um, we can just choose to be grateful for where we're at, choose to be thankful for what we have and choose to appreciate everything that we've done to our home and ex- enjoy and experience everything that we've put into it, all the love we put into it. And um, my my little baby is, you know, seven months old and I'm thinking, I don't want to move him. Like he just barely got set up and situated. Like my daughter has friends. We have really good neighborhood friends here. And so it kind of just became more about being content than wanting more and recognizing that, you know, it's okay to want more for your life. But I think for me, a lot of my beliefs and my views revolve around Christianity and believing in God and Jesus Christ. And while um, that means a lot of different things to a lot of people, to me, I believe that the gospel of Christ is about contentment, and I think that it teaches you how to be happy right now, despite feeling like you're not good enough, despite feeling like you're not smart enough, that you don't have enough, that your life isn't perfect, um, that you may be going through hardships that are emotional, physical, um, you know, with your relationships or whatever, that you are on a journey to find happiness right now. And I kind of get stuck in this trap where I feel like I'll be happy when, you know, I'll be happy and love myself when I'm a size fill in the blank. I'll be happy and love myself when the scale says fill in the blank. I'll be happy and love my house when it looks like blank or when it has this many features or it looks like this or that. And and it really just comes down to if you can't be happy, Chelsea, with what you have right now, when will you be? And that kind of hit me really hard instead of just trying to be strategic and say, the market's hot. Let's let's do this right now. Let's make this move right now. Um, or, you know, even logically, we're done with our projects. Let's um, move on to something else like where we can have more, do more, or be more to just pause and freeze and be still and not stagnant, but just still and to just soak it up and to appreciate it. And it's so funny because there's always going to be somebody out there that has nicer, better things than you. And there's always people out there that have lesser and not as nice things as you, right? And so regardless of what you have or don't have, like you're probably in a better situation and position than someone else in the world. And I feel like if you live in the United States, it's especially true for everybody, just because we have so much abundance here and so much um, possibility and there's just opportunity. 
And other countries just don't have that. And I'm so grateful. And so I just want, you know, to really focus on my gratitudes and be more intentional about the things I have, even if I don't like them, or even if the style isn't quite right, you know, just to say, I'm just grateful that I have this, you know, maybe my clothes are bigger or maybe my house is older, but I'm just grateful I have clothes and I'm grateful that I have a home, you know, and not just a home, like how, how lucky am I that I own a home? And so to just choose to say, you know, this doesn't have to be the end all be all. Like I don't believe in dream homes or once in a lifetime. I believe if you love something so much and you want to make it a priority, like you should do that. So, you know, if you want to travel to the same place more than once, why should it be once in a lifetime? If you want it to just be once in a lifetime, great. But I just don't believe that you should limit yourself um, if it's something that you would want to do or would want to experience more of. And so the same thing goes with your house. Like you don't have to hate your surroundings or be unhappy and miserable and pick it apart. Just be grateful for the shelter it's providing you and the warmth it provides you and the security that it provides you, if nothing else. And I... Yeah, I just wanted to share that today. And so one of the things that Nick and I do, um, we do it quarterly and it's not really like scheduled. We have scheduled other things, but one of the things we started to do is we started to talk about our future and we say, you know, what are the things we want to do this year or what are the things we would like to accomplish this year and what are the things we want to do over the next three five and 10 years. And we constantly talk about this and we constantly plan. And I'm so grateful that he is planning for the future, planning for our family, because, you know, we are sucking away money for retirement. We're trying to plan for, um, you know, our future financially for kids, college, for all of that stuff. And sometimes you look up and you're like, oh my gosh, where did the time go? Like we are in our mid thirties. And what's our plan? Where are we going? And for me, especially, I just feel like it's so important to have a plan so I know where we're going. And not necessarily, you know, how much money do you have to earn or this or that, but it's just important that we're on the same page talking about things because we both know how to contribute to the relationship and to our family in a way that's going to serve both of us. And so I yeah, I wanted to encourage you, like if you haven't done this, it is a game changer. And not just that, but like, because we have this conversation, it wasn't a surprise when I was like, Hey, financially, it makes sense. Like we could sell our house and make quite a bit of equity. Um, instead of that coming out of nowhere, he's like, yeah, I know. I've been thinking about that too. And we can kind of go back and forth. And so what we decided is like, you know what, let's just be content right now. And let's just love where we're at and like enjoy our time because we don't have projects. And like, if you were my neighbors, you guys, like our backyard was a 45 degree hill that went from, um, the top of like where our shed is. You'll have to look on my blog and, and Google this housewife to hostess dream backyard transformation. But if you start at where the shed is now and go all the way down to street level, it was a legitimate 45 degree angle and nobody wanted our lot. This is one of the reasons I'm so happy with how our yard turned out is, you know, we we paid to have 10 dump trucks worth of dirt taken out of our yard. We paid a landscaper to come in and build platforms and pour concrete and paths and things to make it the gorgeous space that it is now. And it's so funny when I think about all the time and love and opposition 
um, that other neighbors, like the hard time that they gave us, even just putting this yard together is so funny because when we first moved in, they're like, oh man, yikes. I would hate to have your backyard. That's what people said to me. And I just laughed because I'm like, you guys have no vision or maybe you don't have the resources like we have to make it amazing. And I just kind of smiled and I was like, yeah, it will figure it out, you know. But in my mind, I was like, you have no idea. Like, you have no idea. Like, I have a whole plan for this. It's going to be gorgeous. Like, we were so intentional. This wasn't an accident. We planned it. It was very strategic. And um, it's so funny now because people come up to us and they're like, oh, yeah, I almost bought your house. Like, we should have done it. We just, yeah, we just didn't know what to do with that yard. You guys are so awesome. Like, way to go, you know? Um, And so to just, like, again, remember that and to say, you know, although there are things I would change, there are things that I love and I choose to focus on those things. So as you are wrapping up your weekend, I hope that this is just a little reminder to a talk about your future, talk about where you want to go, because only then can you start to devise the plan of how you're going to get there. And also to just be content and contentment. I actually Googled it because I felt like content was really not the right word. Like it seems kind of like, well, I'm content, but content really just means satisfied. And I think that's good to remember is like, it just means that you're satisfied. It's not a negative, like a negative satisfaction. It's like you're satisfied and happy. Like it's very positive. And so the the message and the thing I'm trying to get a jump on before we get to Thanksgiving time is gratitude and contentment right now for all of the things and patience and grace and to remember that it's okay. It's okay to want more, but it's also okay to be grateful and in the moment. Hey, thanks for joining me in this episode. I'll catch you next time. 